Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is May 13th, 2023. Today's song recommendation is I Surrender by Hillsong Live. Tried things a little differently and played you, a, of course, as you just listened, a clip. And the beginning of that song is just so powerful today's scripture I have a few here Matthew chapter 6 verses 9 through 15 and 26 verse 42 Acts chapter 21 verses 10 through 14 Romans chapter 1 verses 10 through 17 1st Peter chapter 4 verse 19 and chapter 5 verses 1 through 4 and then we will end in James chapter 4 verses 14 and 15 today's message is titled thy will be done this is a message that's been on my heart I don't know a few days and I know I touched on this at the end of the last message where I have given everything to God <laughs> several times. I don't know about you. Sometimes we just kind of eventually try to work it all out on our own. But there was a day recently where I literally felt a little different this time when I went before the throne. And I just, instead of saying, here, I'm giving it to you, I don't want to, I don't, it's too heavy of a burden, I'm just leaving it at your feet to take care of whatever it is that I, at that time, had put at his feet. But this time, I just said, Lord, thy will be done. Thy will be done. And it felt different for me because in each day, as I've been teaching, I have a lot of struggles, but not anything that God does not help me get through. But looking at it in the, just in the surrender of, Lord, it's your will be done, not mine. It just frees me up to accept whatever it is that is that takes place in the day 
And when, as for me, when I did this, it seriously took a, a huge load off of my shoulders. It really did because now everything and anything that takes place, and I've kept this every single day since I made this declaration to God, Thy will be done in my every day, in my every day. Every second of the day, it's your will, not mine. And just helps me to not be so concerned about everything. Last Sunday, I believe, I spent some time with one of my daughters and she said, Mom, you just have to. Oh, well, I had mentioned to her what I had said to the Lord. And she kind of just looked at me and she said, we have to eat, live each day to the fullest. And sometimes, before I made this declaration to the Lord that it's His will be done, like I said, before that, I would always just give it to Him. All my burdens, all my anything that I was going through, I would walk up to the throne and lay it at His feet and, and surrender it to Him. So when I was explaining to her that instead of doing that, I just said, Lord, thy will be done. I'm not going to be concerned about this, that, any other thing, because thy will be done, not mine. As she said, Mom, we've got to live each day not worried about this or that, and just God is our protector. And these aren't words that I didn't already know. And if you've been following me lately, well, in the last few weeks, I've had a lot of episodes with my lungs. And so I would often say, well, I really don't want to suck in a lot of, <laughs> it's been really windy in these parts, you know, suck in a lot of wind, because I've had doctors tell me, you know, that can, that can bring things on the wind and all of it, all of it that, that blows around in the air. And so I was kind of like, well, is it windy out? If it's too windy, I don't really want to be out there. And I'm like, no. Once I said to God, thy will be done. And of course I had mentioned to my daughter, oh gosh, cause she's been with me. <laughs> and uh, she just said, and I believe it was windy on that day. We were, we were at a festival. And I said, yes, that's, I'm not going to be concerned about if it's a windy day. You know, we do need to take care of ourselves. Because I did mention to her, I don't like getting, having lung issues. <laughs> I, I don't like it. So I try to stay away from things that will cause any misery. <laughs> but... If I do that, geez, it's been windy one day after the next around here. <laughs> so it freed me up to, you know what? And I will take my, if I'm wearing a little jacket, I'll put it over my, my nose and my, and my mouth. And it's, it's not that I am afraid of life, but I also want to take care of myself. And I don't think God wants me to keep getting sick. So, and he's pointed out to me what to do, what not to do. You know, it's, if it's the wind, you know, kind of block it. But at the end of the day, if I come down with something, I'm going to be just, thy will be done. You've taken care of me day after day after day. Until you bring me home, you're going to take care of me day after day after day. And I, I know that, uh, I know a lot of people that are a lot worse shape than I am. And I've had a lot of great days. Yes, I feel tired a lot. But you know what? Even that 
it's it's about what what brings what brings me out of that singing to the lord reading in the word of god talking to god praying to god and then i don't have to me kind of kind of can feel like the enemy is trying to oppress me and it's about getting outside and and also enjoying the sunshine and spending time with family and not being oh i can't do this i can't do that because this or that will happen no i've i am and i hope that you do too will start living a life with the attitude thy will be done lord thy will be done i haven't felt so good living with that attitude it's like with every single step i'm just living it out i'm living out my faith and I don't know when I mentioned this, but, you know, we are not promised a tomorrow. We can be feeling 100% well. I used to have, I used to work at a place and the board chair, he used to say quite a bit because he was elderly, but he was in really great shape, except he did have a really horrific car accident and that and i and i just often told him at that time because he was really depressed i often told him at that time that god needed to slow him down and god needed his time and god needed to to do a good work in him and he understood that after a while after i kept telling him that but he used to say you know we need to take really great notes because he, oh, he would say, I could get hit by the bus tonight. And and you guys, <laughs> what would you do? Somebody needs to be able to be able to be able to step right in and take over as board chair or what have you. But he used to say that all the time. And then when he got in his accident, he really understood that, wow, okay. Oh, okay, I, we had had a board meeting that, that day, and that evening he got, or the following morning, excuse me, he got into a horrific accident. And he was pretty beaten up. But you know what? He is back. He's been back. It took him a while to heal from all that. And he became a stronger Christian because of it. But it just kind of reminds me, we are not... We could be feeling 100% and something could happen. We just don't know what God's will is for us. But in each day we know that if we're living our lives according to His will, we're going to be okay. So I wanted us to come on and share, share that with, if anybody needs to hear that. And again, if you're, if you're like me and have lived a journey of faith for a long time and things happen life is hard and you're you I'm not sure maybe just listening to to pastors along the way to give all your burdens to God and of course it's also in Scripture give it all to God put it at his feet let him handle your your everything and step away from it because he's got it and then Time goes by and you're doing that again. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's human nature. It's human nature to try to handle everything on our own, sort of. And at the same time, giving it to God. But it's like we want to share the responsibility. So, yes, it helped me to finally realize... Just to say to God, I don't need to give it all to you. You already have it. And it's your will, not mine, be done. Hallelujah and praise the Lord.
So we're just going to read a few scriptures to, to see what God says about this. And we're, we're going to start in Matthew with the Lord's Prayer. And I'm not going to say the Lord's Prayer as we've learned it, because what has happened is, out of the four Gospels, the Lord's Prayer has been, because one, one apostle would have added one more thing to the prayer to make it a complete prayer. So what I'm going to read is the letters in red in the book of Matthew on the Lord's Prayer because uh, this is what, when the apostles asked how they should pray, Jesus said, Pray then in this way, Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Pause. I often pray the Our Father when I just don't know what to pray. <laughs> I've got so much going on. Because the Lord does call us to pray. He says pray. He prayed. We need to pray. Pray, pray, pray. He, I believe in the Our Father prayer as a, an actual person, a, one of the apostles asked him, or perhaps they all did, how do we pray? And he said, it's his words, pray then in this way. So to me, the Our Father covers everything. So we don't have to like list stuff out. Because sometimes we can list stuff out to God. And as like for me, sometimes I just don't even know what to pray at that point. So I pray the Our Father and I feel so much better afterwards. Let's turn to Matthew 26, 42. I did not put a marker in there. So 26:42 says this. He went away a second time and prayed, saying, My father, if this cannot pass away unless I drink it, your will be done. Pause. This is Jesus praying the night before the crucifixion. And he just said, if this cannot pass away unless I drink it, your will be done. Jesus is on record for people to stop interfering with God's will, basically. He even told Peter at one point, get behind me, Satan. Jesus knew his purpose. That was the whole entire reason for coming down to be born of the flesh. He knew that he would be the last sacrifice for anyone that believeth in him to have everlasting life. He knew what he was doing, but he was indeed human and he knew what was going to take place because he's God. But there's many scripture 
that says that this needed to be done. So let's turn to the book of Acts to chapter 21 verses 10 through 14 says this and this is going to be a little story in regards to the Apostle Paul in part of his journey and we will start in verse 10 as we were staying there for some days a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea and coming to us he took Paul's belt and bound his own feet and hands and said this is what the Holy Spirit says in this way the Jews at Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles when we had heard this we we as well as the local residents began begging him not to go up to Jerusalem then Paul answered what are you doing weeping and breaking my heart for I am ready not only to be bound but even to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus and since he would not be persuaded we fell silent remarking the will of the Lord be done pause I really believe once we surrender to the will of God, we are going to just accomplish more and more good fruit for, the, for, for Jesus. We have to be willing to die. Or to be bound up whatever it takes we have to start submitting to the will of God in our everyday it's as though like for for me it's training me to get prepared for whatever I need to do in my everyday going forward this is a preparation from the Lord So far, I, I want to do God's work by trying to help people either come to Jesus or strengthen their relation with him. And I believe this is a preparation to be submissive to whatever the, the will of God is in our lives until he takes us home. We don't know when that is. So this is good training. This is good training. There may be someone out there who's having a great deal of pain every single day. Or whatever the case may be. You're tired, you're weary. The enemy is attacking more and more people but the Holy Spirit is also healing people. He is. I often will, I, even if I'm not with a person, if I know someone's ill, I'm laying hands on that person. If I know there's a situation that, that for them or, or a loved one, that they need a breakthrough, they need a miracle, they need a healing. I always say, Lord, if you are willing to release healing, from my hand onto that person by the laying laying of hands it's the Holy Spirit that can release the, the healing not a human hand but this is how he showed us to lay hands on someone and just say be healed by the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus We have to be ready to do whatever it is the will of God is for us to do. 
I think it was the last message, to help you to try to get out of your rut. And by the way, I was really, really tired in the last message. But you know, it's not going to prevent me from coming on and speaking whatever the Lord puts on my heart. And to live, to be living in the will of God has been so refreshing. So refreshing. But again, this is a training. This is why, why God put this on my heart. He's, he's getting a lot of people ready for something. So, like the Apostle Paul, for I am ready not only to be bound, but even to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. We are now the persecuted Christian. We're called so many names. Just if we if we side with God, we are racist in one way or another. So we need to train to, to be in where God is training up his army. He's he's got he's he has his own mission. And as the apostle said, because then it says, and since he would not be persuaded. They were trying to persuade him not to go into Jerusalem because the prophet had said, this is what's going to happen to you, Paul, when you go there. And they fell silent. And they remarked, the will of the Lord be done. And that's what we have to say every day. The will of the Lord be done. Let's turn to Romans chapter 1, and we'll read verses 1 through 10. Sorry. Romans chapter 1, verses 10 through 17. Apologize for my fumble there. So this is what it says. Always in my prayers make in request, if perhaps now at last... By the will of God, I may succeed in coming to you. For I long to see you so that I may impart some spiritual gift to you that you may be established. That is, that I may be encouraged together with you while among you, each of us by the other's faith, both yours and mine. I do not want you to be unaware, brethren, that often I have planned to come to see you and have been prevented so far so that I may obtain some fruit among you also, even as among the rest of the Gentiles. I am under obligation both to Greeks and to barbarians, both to the wise and to the foolish. So for my part, I am eager to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith as it is written. But the righteous man shall live by faith. Pause. Over and over and over, it says, by the will of God, by the will of God, by the will of God. And in that will, we are to bear much fruit. How can we be in the will of God doing nothing for his kingdom? I often share a story when I was basically... 
I was seriously bedridden. I had a few things. I mean, I could still get up, but I, I was in really bad shape. If I look to that part of my life and to the part of it now, oh, geez, I'm in really great shape. But during that time that I could barely get out of bed, this is years ago, I was still doing the work of God. I really grew in my faith during that time. I was in a lot of pain too. But I was often reaching out to people. Back then it was a, this is when my phone ministry came to be. It was just a phone ministry by, I had a group of people that I would text. And I titled the ministry song, scripture, and my thoughts, and I would write out the song, and I would write the message out, and I would send it. And sometimes I would think, oh, I, I don't know if so-and-so-and-so-and-so-and-so-and-so needs a word from God. And let me tell you, it was those three people that needed to hear it more than all the rest. They became believers and started their walk in Christ. And hallelujah, you never know. You could, you could say, ah, so-and-so doesn't need to hear anything, anything about God. But everybody needs to hear something about God. Even somebody that knows, that, that thinks they know a lot about God. I need to still know a lot about God. I want to keep growing in my faith. But it is not the will of God to not do, be doing anything for his kingdom. It is not. Get out of that mindset I, that you're too tired or you're, too, you're in too much pain or whatever the case may be. And say, Lord, thy will be done. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. And in the Our Father prayer, deliver us from evil. It's the evil one that would like to give us a spirit of oppression. Cast it out. Stay in the will of God. Stay in the will of God. Okay, let's go over to 1 Peter. Let's see, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 19. Says this. Therefore, those also who suffer according to the will of God shall entrust their souls to a faithful creator in doing what is right. Pause. Let me read it again. Therefore, those also who suffer according to the will of God shall entrust their souls to a faithful creator in doing what is right. Pay attention to that word also. Because it's to those also who are suffering. It's not just to the ones that are not suffering that are to do the will of God, for God's kingdom, to speak the gospel of Jesus Christ, to speak life into somebody that needs it. Everybody is searching. Everybody that I, the Holy Spirit, God is on the move. He is bringing people into his kingdom. I have a family member that's being baptized, hallelujah, in June. You know, we, we don't know what God is doing with us, but his will be done through us. 
even in our suffering, even in our suffering, we are to entrust, we entrust God. He is our faithful creator. And we're going to do his will and we're going to do what is right in, in the sight of God. In the sight of God. I just realized that part of my equipment was on backwards on my phone. So I hope that my message didn't have too much crackling in it. I'm sorry that I didn't catch that sooner. Let's go to chapter 5 in 1 Peter and read verses 1 through 4. Therefore, and this is titled, Serve God Willingly. Therefore, I exhort the elders among you as your fellow elder and witness of the sufferings of Christ and a partaker also of the glory that is to be revealed. Shepherd the flock of God among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but voluntarily, according to the will of God, and not for sordid gain, but with eagerness, nor yet as lording, lording it over those allotted to your charge, but proving to be examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. Pause. We are to shepherd the flock, to shepherd the flock of God. But to do it voluntarily, don't feel like you're under, under uh, compulsion to do it, but according to the will of God and not for sorbid gain. Always give all the glory to God because first of all, he is the one that ultimately prepares me for the message. He prepares me for the message. And oftentimes I think, gosh, I wonder if I even did any good on the message. <laughs> And I just, I keep going forth because it's the will of God. It's, it's the will of God. I have to confess on the eagerness. Sometimes right before I come on, I'm not so eager to come on because I'm tired, but I know that once I get started, then I become so eager. It's not right before. Well, sometimes. I become so eager during the message. So I had one person ask me recently, how do you go about talking to people about, about God? I don't want to be pushy. And in verse 3 it says, Nor yet as lording it over those allotted to your charge, but proving to be examples to the flock. So I think if we are living our lives for the Lord, as examples of what God is doing in our lives, what he, what he is doing through us, the transformation. People see it and they want it. They want what you have. They want to be happy 
what what's causing people often I get told gosh you know you've had this that and the other thing and you're still just praising the Lord yes I will and forever will be praising the Lord this is what live this is the example that no matter what we remain faithful we remain faithful and by doing so we're not lording it over anybody they're just watching us and they're becoming believers if you if you openly talk about god I do. Well, the Lord says, I'll say. Well, this is what the Lord has taught me, I'll say. But I always include him. So people, they're sure that the Lord is number one in my life. They're sure that I look to the Lord for all my answers. They're sure of that. And I love that. I asked, I had a coworker, and he says, you know, I just want to make it to heaven. I don't care about any of that being crowned. I don't need any crowns. I just want to make it to heaven, he said. And that's not a good attitude either. Sure, we want to make it into heaven. But I don't know about you, but I want to be told well done, good and faithful servant. Well done. And I think he meant that he didn't need, need a crown, but he doesn't get that by doing the Lord's work. He does reward us, and why wouldn't we want the creator to say well done and to you i give the crown of glory the unfading crown of glory i don't know what that looks like i don't know if we actually get a crown If God says it, it, must be true. I wanted to end in James. We're going a little backwards here. And I wanted to end in James chapter 4, verses 14 and 15. says this. Is anyone among you sick? Then he must call for the elders of the church. And they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven. Pause. Laying hands on the sick. It's about doing that out of faith, out of the will of God for somebody's salvation so they can be forgiven. So they can be forgiven, forgiven. Because the prayer offered in faith will restore, restore the one who is sick. Now, I've only read these verses, prayed these verses over people that don't have much time to live. And I want to ensure that they have salvation, eternal life in heaven with Jesus. And so I will 
lay hands on the person and say this prayer and lead them into the salvation prayer from there. This is what I do because first we have to be saved to ensure our salvation and our eternity. And then by the will of God, if he wants to heal someone, then the power of God will heal the person from the physical ailment. Stay in the will of God. That's all the scripture that I have that I'll be reading. But stay in the will of God. I am. And it feels so good. Truly feels so good. Because since I've done that, I don't find that I have to go up to the throne of God again and, and leave whatever it is for him to take care of it. Now, I'm just okay with the will of God, whatever he has for my life. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. So, hope that I've helped somebody today. And I was kind of playing around with playing the song before, part of the song. This particular song is very, very long because it's a live version. But I thought I would go ahead and play the song and when it shuts off when it's done the podcast will end so right here I give all the glory to God may he press upon your heart to start living in the will of God whatever that is because he's preparing us. Much love to all, all the glory to God. Until next time, I leave you with the song. We'll see if this works. <laughs>